Praise the Lord. Amen. We thank God so much for this opportunity. Uh, God bless you, Declan Sandra, for the song. Amen. Yes. Um, this evening, I'm speaking on the topic, uh, building your personal prayer life. Building your personal prayer life. Amen. Amen. So, first of all, I'd like to uh, start by looking at what prayer is. And I like the definition that is given by Billy Graham. He defines a prayer as a spiritual communication between man and God. A spiritual communication between man and God. And he also adds that prayer is a two-way relationship in which man should not only talk to God, but listen to him. So when you pray, you don't only do the talking. Because it is a communication, you talk for a while and then you also listen. A lot of times, Christians tend to do only the talking. Talk, 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 and then done. That is barely a conversation. Can you imagine if you invited your friend over and said, Oh, Charlie, let's go and have dinner or let's go and have a conversation. And then for 30 minutes or the 40 minutes or the one hour that you were there, it was only you who, were doing, who was doing the talking. That certainly is not communication. So... In as much as prayer is a spiritual communication between man and God, it is important that we recognize that this is a two-way relationship. One person talks, and then we also keep quiet and listen. Amen. Amen. Uh, really, it's just like how a child will uh, naturally ask something from their father um, or the mom, you know, uh, dad or mom, can I have this or that? You know, that is how natural it should be. When you go to God in prayer, that is how natural uh, it should be. Now, prayer is so important that uh, Jesus Christ himself went away. He went to uh, hide himself somewhere in order to pray. And we can read that from Luke chapter 5, verse 16. Luke chapter 5, verse 16. Uh, prayer is so important that uh, Jesus Christ himself had to go somewhere to pray. Remember that we are talking about the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And yet, even though he's God, he still went away to pray. Luke chapter 5, verse 16. Luke chapter 5, verse 16, from the New King James Version. So he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. Amen. 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 So the key words there are he himself, that is God the Son himself, withdrew himself, went away somewhere quiet, and then often he didn't, it wasn't a one of something, but it was something that he did often. And actually, when you read the Bible, um, there are a number of promises that exist in the Word of God that actually encourages us to pray. And quickly, I'll read three of them. The first one is Psalm 91, verse 15. Psalm 91, verse 15 reads, He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. So when we call on God in prayer, he will answer us. And he will be with us in trouble. 
It doesn't matter whether it's coronavirus or whatever. He will deliver us and honor us. Psalm 91 verse 15. We also read in Isaiah chapter 65 verse 24. Isaiah 65 24 that. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. This is so powerful. Before it will come to pass that before they call, I will answer. So once you prepare your heart even to pray, even before you call, God will answer. And while you are at it, whilst you are speaking to God in prayer, he will also hear. Amen. Amen. And the third scripture that you want to read is Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, which is quite popular. And it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. So that means that sometimes we do not receive because we are not asking. We do not find because we are not seeking. Doors are not open to us because we are not knocking. And so these things actually talk about the importance of prayer in the Bible. Now, prayer is one of the most powerful weapons that God has given to us as Christians. It is not money. It is not guns. It is not sweet talk. It is not hard work. Actually, it is prayer. And so it is important that we pray always. So during this lockdown, it is my prayer that we are going to use it as an opportunity to develop a more powerful and effective prayer life. Such that post-lockdown, we are already in the Zoom. We are already in, in motion praying. And so I want us to quickly look at some 11 keys uh, that we can use to develop powerful and effective prayer life. There are some eight keys that um, I got from this lady called Marilee Danka, and I have added an extra three. So the first one is that we ought to know whom you are speaking to. Know, who, know to whom you are speaking. Know to whom you are speaking. That's the first key. Know to whom you are speaking. Now, we have already learned that prayer is a conversation, is a two-way conversation between man and God. Obviously, when you are conversing, it is important that you know who you are speaking to. And when, you, uh, when the disciples asked, they said, teach us how to pray. This is a teacher's a prayer. Teachers, how to pray. So Jesus taught them the Lord's prayer, our Father. So it means that that is whom you are speaking to, our Father, the Father who art in heaven. So God has three distinct persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So it's important that in prayer, you try to focus on one. Uh-huh. God the Son came to die on earth for us. So sometimes you need to relate to Jesus, the Son. Sometimes there are certain things that you are calling on the Holy Spirit. And there are other things too that you are depending on the Father. So the first thing, the first key is for you to know who you are speaking with. If you are speaking with Otufo, there's a certain way that you address him. If you are speaking with Opuni, there's a certain way that you address him. If you are speaking with your father or your mother, there's a certain way that you address him. If you are speaking with a colleague, so it's important that you know whom you are speaking with so that you address 
God appropriately. And then the second key is that you thank him. In prayer, it's important that you thank him. So the second key is a simple one, which is thank him. Now, it is always great to thank God to start your conversation. Once you say, our Father, everybody, anapemedawase. Thank God for the many things that he, have done, he has done for you. Thank him for the gift of life. Thank him for the previous prayers that he has answered. Thank him for traveling mercies. Thank him even that you have a roof over your head. Thank him for your family, for your friends. Thank him that he is able to do many things. You see, the more you thank him, the more you have the faith that, look, this God who has done A, B, C, D, E is able to do more exceedingly than he has even done before. And thanks and praises opens the gates of heaven. And so we must always include that when we pray, especially when we are alone with God. From your innermost hearts, go inside and thank God. God, I thank you. I bless thy holy name. Look, in the midst of this COVID-19, I've been to town and back even before the lockdown. I wasn't too sure. I met this gentleman. I met that gentleman. Later on, I heard that he or she had COVID-19. And yet, it's been 14 days and nothing has happened to me. Hey, God, I thank you. Be personal. Thank God and praise his name. Amen. Amen. The third key is... For us to ask for God's will. For us to ask for God's will. It is important that we ask the will of God to be done. Remember that, look, God has a plan for us. He says, I know the plans that I have for you. I know the thoughts that I have for you. You know, thoughts to prosper you is thoughts of good things and not thoughts to destroy you. So, a lot of times we try to pray in our own mind and our own ways. But it's always important that, remember this third key that says that, let's pray according to the will of God. Um, and then the fourth key is that, say what you need. It's very simple. Say what you need. Look, sometimes when we go to God in prayers, we have mentioned his name, we have thanked him, we have praised him, we are praying according to his will and all of that. But you can't open your mouth and say, God, I need this car. God, I need you to take me from that point to that point. Sometimes the very, very simple things we are afraid to ask. How much more those we think that are very, very big? Because a thousand years in the, in the eyes of man could seem like a minute or a day before God. So do not hesitate to ask God for whatever you need, whether small or big. Just say what you want in prayer. Amen. Amen. Then we move on to the faith key. And the faith key, that it is not in any particular order, but we have to make sure that we are meeting all of these ingredients. The faith one is for us to ask for forgiveness. Forgiveness is very, very important. Ask for forgiveness. Bible says that he who says he's without sin, then the truth is not in him. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins. James chapter 5 verse 16a also asks us, to confess our trespasses to one another. Our sins can be that hindrance to our prayers being heard. So it is important that we check your heart, look back and say, Father, I ask for forgiveness. Please genuinely, genuinely ask for this and the good Lord will forgive you of all your trespasses. Amen. 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 Our safety is that 
You want to pray with a friend. You want to pray with a friend. Pray with a friend. That's the sixth key. Pray with a friend. Look, Bible says that where two or three are gathered in my name, I am present. So call a friend. Call your spouse. Call your wife. Call your husband. Call your son. Call your daughter. Call somebody and pray together. It's important that you find a trusted prayer partner and pray. You know, there are some people, if you don't take care, whilst you are praying, they are listening to all the prayer conversation. And before you know, all your information is on BBC. Hey, mercy, Lord. Mercy. May the Lord have mercy. So pray with a trusted friend. Usually, if you are married, pray with your husband. Pray with your wife. Pray with your spouse. Amen. Then our seventh key is that we need to pray based on the word of God. Pray based on the word of God. Look, my, my late father always had a Bible verse for every situation. Every situation. Whether you are happy, whether you are sad, whether you are going to write the exam, whatever I say, yeah, he always had a Bible verse for every situation. And we used to wonder, ah, where does he get it from? The word of God is a powerful and great weapon. So we need to pray based on the word of God. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. The word of God is powerful. And as our brother Opini was preaching on Wednesday, he said that when Jesus prayed, he had fasted and he prayed. After that, he was tempted by the devil. He was tempted by the devil in the wilderness. And how did Jesus answer the devil? He answered him by quoting from the scriptures. It doesn't matter that he was the son of God. He had divine authority and he could have commanded, hey, away from me and that would have been it. And yet, because of the power in the word, because of the power and authority in the scriptures, he quoted from the scriptures. If Jesus Christ, the son of God, is quoting from scripture, how much less you and I? As far as there, we have no excuse. We ought to pray based on the word of God. Amen. Amen. And then our eighth key is memorize scripture. Memorize scripture. Look, an important key to have a vibrant prayer life is that we understand our spiritual authority as explained in the scriptures. There's a lot of spiritual authority that is explained in the scriptures. But how can you um, actualize that spiritual authority if you do not even know the word? When the situation comes up and you have to pray, I think somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in the Old Testament or the New Testament, I can't even remember. But then the devil will have done what he wants to do. You ought to memorize scripture. The only way to do this is for you to be familiar with scriptures, to be familiar with the Bible. You know, have a steady time. You know, Bible said that study to show thyself approved of God. Amen. Amen. We need to study to show ourselves approved of God. So study the scripture. Look, you can even spend 10 minutes every day. Take the scripture. These days we have, we post an audio Bible every day. Listen to it and say, hey, today, what is this scripture ministering to me? Study your scriptures 10 minutes every day. That's a good start. And then you move on to 20 minutes. Before you know, you are doing 30 minutes and even more. Memorize scriptures. 
Amen. 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 The ninth key is pray always. Pray always. The Bible admonishes us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 to pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. And other versions also say pray always. So we all know that we are implementing the 5432 lockdown prayer challenge. And we want to get heavily involved. Let it become a habit even after the lockdown that we pray always. Every day you spend time in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. And then the 10th key is that we need to know that prayer yields results. Know that prayer yields results. Now, we earlier on read James 5, 16a. The B part says that the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous person avails much. The effective, fervent prayer of the righteous person avails much. And when you read, continue the verse 17 downwards, it says that, the Bible says that Elijah was a man just like you and I. Elijah was a man like you. Opening was like me. Dickness Abigail, Sister Mary. Elijah was a man just like you and I. But he prayed that there should be no rain. And it did not rain for three and a half years. Can you imagine in today's Ghana that a certain Elijah rose up, a certain Dickie Opari rose up, and said that, look, the way you people are doing in Ghana, you are not obeying the word of God. I decree and declare that it does not rain three and a half years. Hell will break loose. And it did not rain for three and a half years. Then he prayed again that it should rain. And then right after, it rained. But it is not as simplistic as that. When you read scriptures, Elijah was known as the man with the knee of a horse. It's like always he was on his knees and he was praying. And so when you see his knees, I'm sure you ask him, Hey, Elijah, Charlie, what is going on? And then I will go to Juno. He always was down kneeling and praying. So prayer definitely yields results. So let's make sure that we are praying. So that because it yields results, we cannot do without it. Amen. Amen. And then our last key is that resist the devil and pray. Resist the devil and pray. Now, our previous key says that prayer yields results. Now, the devil is very much aware of this. He knows the power of prayers and will always bring impediments in our way to try to prevent us from praying. What are some of these impediments? Hey, I have work to do. Hey, I have to watch TV. Hey, I am on the phone. Ah, uh, I have to converse, Kakra. Ah, uh, this Facebook, let me check this thing. Let me look at Pinterest, WhatsApp, Adn, Twitter. Hey, I say Twitter, Twitter, Wine TV. All those things. Look, all these things come to come and distract us. Because the devil knows that there is power in prayers. If there were no power in prayers, the devil would have left us alone. Cry, would have left us alone. Cry. But he knows definitely that there is so much power in it. And so I have come to admonish you that resist the devil and decide to pray every day henceforth and make sure that these prayers are always based on scriptures. So in closing, we have learned that Prayer is a spiritual communication between man and God. 
But I want to add that prayer is a spiritual communication between man and God that yields results. Because when you pray well, results will abound. So do not forfeit prayers, for it is a powerful weapon of a Christian. May each of us build on our prayer life during this lockdown, such that beyond this period, we will indeed have known that, indeed, I have improved on my prayer life. What I did not used to do before in prayers, now I am able to do even the more. And I know that even as you build your personal prayer life, the Lord God himself will bless you. May the Lord add his blessings unto this word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.